Hello, and welcome to the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast, powered by Jetro and Associates. Get ready for another action-packed episode from our team that will help you save time, taxes, and keep more money in your pocket. Hello, small business owners, and welcome back to another episode of the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast. My name is Mike Jezoshek. I'm a CPA and founder over here at Jetro. And this week, I want to talk about the home office deduction. Now, many of you may have just got a big lump in your throat because you've always heard that the home office deduction is a huge audit flag. If your accountant is telling you this, they are simply wrong. Abusing the home office is a red flag. But avoiding the home office is simply a mistake, especially if it's a viable deduction for you. And since the home office may be the most misunderstood deduction available, I want to break it down for you. So there are two basic requirements for your home to qualify as a home office. It's regular and exclusive use and used for your principal place of business. So I'm going to take each one of those and break it down even further. Regular and exclusive use. You must regularly use part of your home exclusively for conducting business. So for example, if you have an extra bedroom or an extra room in your office that you use only for business, you can take a deduction for that room. Basically what they're saying here is that you can't say that your living room uh, is a home office if you also use it for something else. So it has to be a, a part in your home that you use regularly and exclusively for business. The second piece, principal place of business. You must show that you use your home as your principal place of business. If you conduct business at another location outside of your home, but use your home substantially and regularly to conduct business, you may qualify for a home office deduction. So it's not saying that you can't have business activity outside of your home. It's just seeing, saying that your principal place uh, must be your home. Um, and the key indicator uh, that, that would qualify for that home office is administrative and management activities. So if you use your home office for administrative or management activities for your trade or business and have no other fixed location where you conduct you know, a substantial amount of those admin or management activities, that's a good indicator that that qualifies for the home office. So the next piece I want to talk about is how to calculate this. You need to first figure out your business use percentage. And to do this, you take your home office square footage, divide that by your total square footage, excluding any common areas like halls or stairs. So for example, if you have a 100 square foot office and a 1,000 square foot house, your business use percentage would be 10%, 100 divided by 1,000. You would then take total expenses and multiply it by that percentage to get your deduction amount. And so these expenses can include cleaning and maintenance, insurance, rent, repairs, maintenance, utilities, lawn care, HOA fees, etc. You take uh, your 10% or whatever your percentage is and multiply it by your total expenses for the year, mortgage interest. Now, huge tax, the big tax savings come into place when you use a home office, not just for having that deduction. Sometimes that deduction is nothing extremely big, but where the big tax savings can come in is that you can eliminate commuting miles, which commuting miles are non-deductible. And it turns those commuting miles into deductible miles. So, for example, if you did not claim a home office, every time you go to another location, that is considered a commute and the miles are not deductible. However, now when you have a home office, 
those miles from your regular office, which is now your home, to another place for work-related activity would be considered deductible miles. So that's a key indicator. That's a key thing that you can turn a lot of commuting miles. If you do travel to other locations or on-client locations, you can turn a lot of those commuting miles into deductible miles now. And that's where you can really take this home office and expand it even further. Now, for sole proprietors or single-member LLCs, if calculating your home office deduction seems a little too complicated, there is a safe harbor method that's available. And this is where you can deduct $5 per square foot up to 300 feet of the qualifying office space. So it's just $5 per square foot. Nothing else matters. You don't calculate your interest and your insurance and your maintenance and all that activity. It's just a quick, easy calculation. And then you're still able to deduct that mortgage interest and property tax on your Schedule A. So if you live in a home that you are paying mortgage interest property tax, you'll get that full deduction in your Schedule A and it will not be split out with your business. Um, so if, if you are set up as an S-Corp, you, you actually can't use that safe harbor option. You have to do the full one and you need to set up an accountable plan to reimburse yourself for the business use percentage of your home. So you'll calculate that business use percentage, multiply it by your activity, and then you reimburse yourself through an accountable plan for that business use. And that's where you get the expense on the on the S-Corp side. And you can do that reimbursement monthly, quarterly, whatever you'd like there. Uh, but just make, all you need to do is have an accountable plan set up and then make that reimbursement on a, you know, whatever basis you want and to get that expense for the S-Corp. Another thing to consider for those taxpayers that are seeing their itemized deduction on their personal return being phased out due to high income or or uh, SALT limitations, using the home office reimbursement is a way to ensure these deductions are not reduced. So if you're an S-Corp owner, you can get these deductions on some of these um, state taxes that might be limited out on your personal return. Now you're getting these deductions on the business side. So in conclusion, the home office reimbursement or the home office deduction alone may not give you massive tax savings, although it won't hurt. But where the home office does have a lot of pull is in that commuting piece. Your commute now is from your bedroom to your office. So now any travel from your home office for business would be considered business travel and therefore deductible. So this could be huge for you. So if you're getting your return prepared, do not be afraid of the home office, but instead embrace it, maximize it to get the savings that are available to you. But again, do not go overboard and try to claim something that is not true or unrealistic. Be realistic and honest with your home office, and there's nothing to be worried about. No audit red flag. So, great. Now, as we are in the heart of tax season here, we're just going to continue to touch on important topics that might show up when you're getting your tax return prepped or you're preparing your tax return. Um, so, we're going to be touching on more important topics regarding you and your business in the coming weeks. Now, before I, before I let go here, I have an exciting announcement that we have launched a website for the podcast. So this is going to be a great source to go to to check out our most recent episodes, but also find a lot of the extra items that we talk about on here and how you can dive deeper into these topics. So we try to give you quick hitting, quick hitting topics on a, on a weekly basis. If you want to dive deeper, we have resources available for that. That can be anything from joining our free Facebook group, um, joining our, one of our free trainings, Becoming, uh, uh, you know, joining and talking to us about our full service accounting firm that we have on the back end. Whatever it might be, 
this is a website that you can go to to find a lot of these resources. So you can find the new podcast website at taxsavingspodcast.com. Again, it's www.taxsavingspodcast.com. Check it out. Let me know. There is also a contact button there. So you can sign up there. Let me know topics you want us to be discussing on, on future episodes. So I just want to th- say thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. Uh, you know, to continue the discussion, join our free Facebook group that I mentioned. You can find the link to that on taxsavingspodcast.com. Or you can just search in Google, small business tax or in Facebook, small business tax secrets. And it'll be a group that pops up. Just need to ask to join. I look forward to seeing you in there and continuing this discussion on business taxes, business bookkeeping, business accounting. And if you enjoy our weekly episodes, please leave a review on whatever platform you you use to listen to us and share this with other business owners. We want business owners to be able to be more financial savvy and understand their finances, understand their tax piece further so that they can better help their business. And again, if there's a topic that you want us to touch on, shoot me an email, go to our website, leave a note there, and we can put that in our schedule for our upcoming episodes. Again, thanks for tuning in for another episode, and I will see you next week. This has been another episode of the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast from the team at Jetro and Associates. If you have any questions, feel free to email them, tax at jetrotax.com. We have packages for small business owners starting at just $75 a month. If you enjoyed our podcast, please take the time out to give us a five-star review in iTunes or wherever you listen. This helps us to bring you useful tips to help you grow your small business. Thanks for listening and have a great day.